the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to hour two of tonight's Andrea K Show on this Hump Day, Hump Day edition. Got uh, an interesting topic to get into with you guys tonight, which has to do with pop culture and a major division taking place in the movement tonight over a calendar. And if you have not heard of Calendar Gate, uh, stay tuned because we're going to be discussing that. I've also got a really, really heartwarming good news story to share with you guys midweek as we're rolling into the new year. Something pretty extraordinary uh, to share with you guys. A hero of the week story. Um, before I go any further, though, let me bring in a, an honorary hero of the week, and that is my dude that's with me, my sidekick every night of the week, the tasty, nutritious. He is DJ Sesame Broccolini. I love me some Sesame Broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon, like a dungeon dragon, high heat. Sesame Broccolini. You know... It's interesting that you say honorary hero because mm-hmm. not all heroes wear capes. And I just want people to know that, you know, from, from one hero at least on a small scale, myself, of course. Um, <laughs> just mm-hmm. know that it's, it's hard. It's hard out here. Yeah, it is. And, you know, there's... Um, oh, all right. It, 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 and it's so hard. And we're fighting so much depravity in this country that a story like this can make you go, oh, this is no big deal, or it can make you go, this is us feeding into the depravity of this country. So let's share with everybody what's going on. So the conservative dad's ultra-right beer is uh, the counter, I guess, to, I'm not a beer drinker, never heard of it, Um and they are to, I guess, I don't know if they've been around for a while or if they're brand new now that the whole Bud Light thing has happened with Dylan Mulvaney and they're just trying to use that situation with Bud Light to try to up their branding. I don't know. Do you know anything about, about um, Ultra Right Beer? I had never heard of them before today. I don't, okay. I don't know anything about them. Yeah, me neither. Um, so what happened is this uh, beer company, has decided that in a marketing uh, idea that they would release a calendar called Real Women of America 2024 calendar um, in a, quote, celebration of conservative women who are fighting woke extremists to preserve real women. It features several well-known conservatives like uh, Riley Gaines is the main person on it. 
um, it, it, some of the proceeds of the sales of the calendar go to Riley Gaines. Of course, you know that she's the swimmer that has been really so vocal in pushing back against biological males competing in swimming. It also features uh, radio host Dana Lash. Interesting choice. Um, House candidate Kim Klasik, uh, Ashley St. Clair, and others. Um, the beer calendar has been called uh, demonic for sexualizing women, and it's really blown up into a huge controversy within the conservative movement. And, you know, um, some people are like good grief, like Scott Pressler from The Persistence, who should be running the RNC, who has done more to register new Republican voters in the last four years than the entire Republican Party in two decades. He tweeted out today listing all the things that we face as a country, and he's like, you're focusing on a calendar. I got to tell you right off the bat, as we start to flush out and Sesame and I go in through the ins and outs, I'm of the, of the type that says, wait a second, dismissing this is the same as the Republican Party for decades dismissing all of the cultural Marxist social justice warrior issues that have us now to the point to where children are getting mutilated. Every time we have justified something that went against our conservative values by downplaying it, we have fed the monster that has led us to where we are today. This matters. It matters to me. And the responses to the against those, particularly from some so-called conservatives, is to do what conservatives always do, or even what the left do, is they seek to shame anybody who's offering criticism. Like, oh, you're just jealous. Are you kidding me? You kidding me? So many of the conservative women criticizing this look better than any of these women in this calendar, including Riley Gaines. I know somebody right now that makes Riley Gaines look like she's a biological male pretending to be a woman, okay? And she's offended by this calendar. This isn't about a competition on looks. And by the way, some of these other women, like the redheaded libertarian, I think on her best day is a six going on a 10, okay? So don't be, don't be t- saying that any woman criticizing this calendar is just jealous because that's not what it's at. Where it's at for me is I don't go as far as to call it demonic, but here's a couple of points. A couple of points is, first of all, we're supposed to be conservative. You tell me where the conservative value is in creating a product that is designed to tickle the fancy and the sexual interest of married conservative men. This is soft porn. And do we not understand as a conservative movement what pornography has done? It's tough enough as conservatives to stay married when you're not, when you're trying to avoid all the traps that we face out there and we're going to feed it as conservatives? That's my first point, Sesame. Anything you want to say in response so far? Yes, I would like to just add on top of everything because so far I'm totally with you and I would just add that it's it's incredibly destructive also just so people know to unmarried men and to anyone that consumes this kind of content at least from where I'm coming from I don't want to bag on anybody but we've 
completely you're you're commodifying sex you're selling sex that's what it is and i guess for me that's just that's not that's not the kind of thing that i want to conserve as a conservative myself right and one one i'm going to read a couple comments here um one person responded question for women when are you going to be to desire to be loved cherished and valued by a man as opposed to being sexualized and objectified by them this is like this calendar is 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 straight out of hollywood and the women that have chosen to be in it were obviously in my opinion so flattered to be in it that they that they happily threw their conservative creds down the toilet for it you want to do a calendar don't, and don't pretend to me that this is empowering to women dana lash and others because let me tell you you if this was about conservative real women it would show women homeschooling their children It would show pregnant women. It would show women that have chosen to stay at home would be stay-at-home moms sacrificing their lives financially. Where are those women represented here? This is intentionally sexualizing women. This isn't about real women. And by the way, it wouldn't include any women that have been um, surgically altered. There's some women in this calendar that don't even remember reality. It's certainly not in their photos or in their bodies. That in and of itself is offensive to me. It's tough enough for women to keep their husbands. It's tough enough for men to stay on on the straight and narrow. And this is what we're pushing as conservatives. I want to read a couple of attacks. Peachy Keenan um, oh, but Bryson Gray, conservative Christian rapper Bryson Gay, he also called it demonic. He said that it was pseudo soft porn. And he said, quote, I just don't see the value in marketing what's basically in some photos, soft porn to married or unmarried men. Conservative commentator Ali Beth Stuckey wrote on, on X. Um, she said, of course, these women are gorgeous. And of course, I'm all for celebrating true femininity in any age that can't, in an age that can't define a woman. In my view, this doesn't accomplish that at all. No, it doesn't. Others commented like me that it doesn't include images of mothers or show women with their children. Somebody said, um, real conservative women would be too busy taking care of their homes and families to pose for a calendar. Peachy Keenan wrote, conservative dads who buy soft corn, soft core calendars. That's what's going on here. Um, let me read another. Uh, Peachy Keenan said, Riley, we love you. We love that you stood up for young girls who don't want men ogling them in the locker room while they get undressed. Now, please get undressed so conservative dads can ogle you. Yeah. Here's where I don't know that I agree. Peachy Keenan said, everybody involved in this marketing disaster should be bud lighted immediately. I don't agree with that. Um, uh, somebody responded to her, are you jealous? This, uh, again, this is not about jealousy. This is That is so stupid. Peachy Keenan went also to say, so why lower yourself to shilling some garbage product that is cringe porn for married men? Yeah. 
Let me see if I've got any other red, the redheaded one of the, one of the moms in it, redheaded libertarian said this, I'm a damn good mom of three smart, talented, and beautiful daughters. I platform some of the most amazing humans in America on spaces with Josie, including Vivek Ramaswamy, Thomas Massey, Scott Adams, Dave Smell, you know who that is, AG Ken Paxton, big deal. I've done more to educate people about revolutionary history than the vast majority of these paid to do that in the last 50 years ego much. I took my family and moved 1,500 miles from our home to save them from medical and TQ tyranny in Massachusetts. Hat tip. I fight like hell for my future daughters who are growing up and and then she lists off everything wrong with the country. So I'm out here trying to do my best for my family and kill it at my job and I don't give an antelope's nutsack if the fact that I look hot doing any of it offends your senses. Put yourself together and get strapped. I'll be here to forgive those who seek it uh, when they wake up. There's absolutely nothing that you said in this post is relevant. Uh, it, it, it addresses the issue. She goes on to say, posts like this, hers, is how you draw your haters off sides and block those who cannot help themselves all at once. No, you didn't score any points there. Nobody's criticizing you for looking hot while you're doing good work and making good choices for your family. What they're criticizing you for is posing in a calendar that sells sex to married men. Fathers. You've joined the pornography movement and you've done it under the banner of conservatism. Why would anybody, and it, why, and it, nobody's asking you for forgiveness, by the way. Why would anybody ask you for forgiveness? Like we're not entitled to our opinion. I don't even know who the redheaded libertarian is, but I can tell you, lady, you need to get over yourself and quick. Why don't you strap up some humility? Because you're sorely in need of it. Anything else you want to say, Sesame? Yeah, well, I think there's just, I think this whole situation really highlights the fact that there are a lot of people who call themselves conservative, identify as conservative, who maybe are confused about what it is they're trying to conserve or what it is that the values they are really, really are standing for. Because um, I don't think there's just, for at least the way I understand it, that there's, Nothing conservative about this, and I use that term in a very specific way, referring to a very specific set of thinkers, of visionaries, our, our forefathers and our ancestors. And I just, you know, speaking of the past, I think about the future, and it's like, what kind of example are we sending to kids when all we do is throw sex at them and normalize it and normalize degenerate behavior and sort of say, well, you know, everybody's doing it. It's what the cool kids do. It's totally okay. Who cares if it's just posing quasi-naked in some magazine that will be consumed by millions of men, married and unmarried, and it will damage all of them in psychological and emotional ways as any kind of soft or hardcore pornography does. Um, but it really just is a reminder, I guess, that some folks out there may not know and I mean, some folks on the right may not even know what they're trying to conserve or what it really means to be a conservative, because what I'm seeing online is basically every real conservative that is in this movement for the right reasons is un unpleased. I don't know if everyone's offended, but certainly unpleased with this this marketing campaign. But at the same time, I don't see that many people calling to boycott it or, or Bud Light, the people that made this. It, I don't think it has to be. I don't think we have to beat up on the people that put this out. It's just 
it's a wake up call. It's an important discussion to have because people need to stop and think for a second. What really what values when you say you're conservative? What does that mean? How does that translate into the real world? What does it actually mean to live like a conservative? And for me, that means not even engaging in this kind of content, this kind of the selling and commodification of sex, um, which is just eating away at the soul of people in this country. It truly is. The sexual revolution has done a number on on people in this country. No wonder depression, anxiety is through the roof, divorce is through the roof. It's just it's it's more of the same leading to the same issues we've had for for the last few decades, honestly, since really <laughs> the sexual revolution started. I don't know. I, it's just it's 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 sad and I, I hope that I hope that people can can try to parse through the 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 noise and get to the real the crux of the issue because that is the crux of it. What does it mean to be conservative and and why are why is yeah. someone like Peachy Keen and what is she really standing for? So I just I think that that's what people need to take away from this from this whole debate. I don't know. That's my you, that's my but, sense. Right. Well, as well as the fact that there's a faction in our movement, and by the way, one of the things that I've noticed is that um, it's primarily. Um, well, no, I, I don't want to go there. Uh, the the response, too many conservatives, when they're in disagreement, um, act like Democrats. Yes. Yeah. If somebody has an, if somebody, these women have an opera, have a, have a right to be in this calendar. But what I'm mostly upset about tonight is the attacks on the women that have spoken up about this calendar they dana lash has a right to be in this calendar she has a right to make that choice and the people like peachy keenan and bryson what's his name the christian rapper and, and all the other uh, bryson gray and others that are, have called it demonic and that have an issue with it are being attacked for expressing their opinion on it right so why are they being attacked it's it's kind of like so so the people in the calendar and involved with the calendar are like um the LBGT community of the Democrats who if you say well I'm for traditional marriage marriage bigot homophobic that's how the calendar people are reacting to anybody that has a concern with this calendar today and that's quite frankly what I'm upset about with this calendar is it anybody who dares to question it and think that it feeds the cultural issues we have is being personally attacked? Not their opinion. Like Peachy Keenan being told, oh, well, you're just jealous, like calling her ugly. Let me tell you, this redheaded libertarian, there's an article out today that she broke the right. I had never even heard of her before. Break the right. I don't even know who this person is. And quite frankly, if I was a dude, she would be no more than a six to me. I'm not even kidding you. There's nobody in this calendar that holds a candle against real Dr. Gina Loudon. Have you seen Gina Loudon? Good grief. Kimberly Guilfoyle? Wow. This is not... People could, could... We've got to get our act together as a conservative. What this has done, like Trump, has exposed who people really are in this movement. Trump exposed the reality about the Republican Party. And things like this truly does give you an idea of who's truly conservative and who isn't. And that was a good point that you made, Sesame Broccolini. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to switch gears. I want to know what you guys think about it. Email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. We're going to take a break. We come back. we got more to talk about. I've got a really good news story for you guys. Stay tuned.
Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before we get into our feel-good story, um, Sesame Broccolini and I were having a conversation uh, during the break, and I was like, "This is good stuff. We should be talking about it (laughs) on air." I was just, we were continuing the discussion about the calendar gate story about this ultra right beer calendar with these so-called representing real conservative women. And one of the things that we were talking about, well, please share Sesame, what you were talking about is, you know, wanting to get married one day and how you feel about this calendar. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, I'm someone who's always been very pro family, but you know, I'm getting to that place in my life where I'm preparing financially, personally to sort of embark on that journey myself. And it it really, it's like, I look through, I look at the world and at politics and all this stuff through the lens of someone, you know, young citizen, hopefully, you know, a a Catholic biblical citizen, whatever, but also someone who's going to be a father who's involved in the community. And it's like, it just makes me wonder what kind of messages are we sending to people? This is not mm-hmm. the kind of material I would want my family to see, my kids to see. This is this is not something I would want in my community of influencing, you know, my mm-hmm. my my friends and family and my loved ones. Um and it's it's just to your point earlier about having the freedom to do it. Look, you're allowed to do it. This is a free country. You're able to do it. You can do it. That doesn't necessarily mean that you should. And I think that's a really yeah. important lesson here. Just because you yeah. can do something doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do. It's about judgment and it's about character. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. And the family, what is what are we fighting so much mm-hmm. in this country? What has the left been doing to destroy this country for decades? Going after families. How does this preserve the family in this country? It doesn't in any way. In fact, it provides images that the cover is of a girl in a tiny bikini. We also have a mental health crisis with young girls in this country because of social media and what, and, and these images, you know, how does it, if you want to show, uh, you you know, beautiful conservative women, you can't show a beautiful woman in some Lululemon leggings sitting on a sofa with her husband and her two kids. That's not, that doesn't depict a woman being beautiful. Why do you have to show her in a mini skirt and high heels with her hair done up holding a pie in the kitchen? <laughs> and by the way, that, and by the way, that is such a stereotypical uh, thing. That the yeah, how insulting is that, of. by the way, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's, I mean, it's, it, it, yeah, it's gross. Well, I mean, I at some point it's like, that. you're basically, I mean, on some level, it's almost like you're telling women you're good for a couple of things being sexualized right. and baking and it's exactly. it's like this is coming from the progressive empowering left and then conservatives exactly. are going to start defending it what kind of wacky yeah. twilight zone are we in right now it was like it's like this this calendar is like a calendar version of that crappy ad from the 70s i can bring them the bacon fried up in a pan <laughs> and never let you forget you're the man i'm the 24-hour woman while dudes doing nothing this is not that's not what conservative women are about that's not empowered. So, uh, you know, enough about that. I, you know, I, I, one of the things you did mention too on the break is that we've got the pro America report with Ed Martin, who runs the Phyllis Schlafly Eagles and Phyllis Schlafly did so much to destroy this phony feminist crap going on in this country and about preserving Christian values and conserving Christian values as a part of the family. And this is the opposite. This is the antithesis of what our conservative movement is about. <laughs> 
So enough about that. Let's go into some a good news story. Y'all know how much I love my fur babies, particularly the canines. I don't have anything against cats. Just haven't bonded with the cats, right? Well, two weeks ago, the Adams County, Pennsylvania SPCA was near capacity as its kennels were filled with dogs needing homes. Now, for the first time in nearly 50 years, there's not one dog at the facility. And all of the doggies are spending the holidays with their new families. They've all been adopted. Is that amazing? For the first time in 50 years? 50 years. Wow. The shelter is empty. That is all amazing. All the dogs, all the dogs have been have been adopted. It's almost like a Christmas miracle. I mean, that's truly yeah. heartwarming. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, oh, oh, somebody said from the SPCA said um, it, it, it at Christmas time, it is a true miracle. Oh, there was one cat taking refuge at, at the facility, a stray that, that, that had just come in. So, you know, there's, there's a cat there. But I think cats probably get adopted more than dogs anyway because, you know, it's easier, I would imagine, um, to take in a feline. So um, that's great news. I love that so much. So um, I actually years ago tried to adopt a dog here in San Diego, went to all the shelters and of the adoptable dogs, I couldn't get one. There was such a waiting list. Really? Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was not able to adopt. And the only dogs that were available were all the pit bulls that were in the back in uh, pens um, that were dangerous. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to adopt a, a pit bull that's, a pit bull at all, let alone one that's got to be separated that nobody can even go near. So, yeah. So that was good. That And I had gone to all the humane societies, ASPCA. I'd gone to all the shelters around here. And they all had waiting lists. Isn't that good? Yeah. So anyway, so that's a good news story out of Pennsylvania. Um, let's have some more fun at some po- politicians' expenses, shall we? Oh, I know. Uh, Nikki Haley. <laughs> let's have some fun. Speaking of conservative women and phony conservative women, let's have some fun at Nikki Haley's expense. She was um, on the stump somewhere in Iowa, not even sure where she was. And she was asked, okay, in order for you to win against Trump, you're going to have to pick up Buku, like a Buku bunch of Trump supporters. How are you going to do that? Um, sister friend, let's just say she struggled coming up with an answer. Sesame, if you can play the clip. The only way you're going to get there is if you take a big chunk out of the leader, and that is President Trump. How do you plan to do that? Well, first of all, thank you. Um, tell your family and your friends. This is, I want you to think about this for a second. <laughs> it didn't get any better from there. <laughs> Um, long pause. How am I going to do that? Um, let me start to tell you a little story about how to make cinnamon rolls from scratch. (laughs) 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 (sighs) I cut off the clip from there. Y'all didn't need to suffer through anymore. I don't know anybody that makes cinnamon rolls from scratch anymore buy the Pillsbury out the can and stick with Trump that's what I say there <laughs> all right yeah because I mean the answer is she, she can I mean come on this she is can't. let's stop pretending she's a serious alternative to Trump <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh that one made me giggle kudos all to right, that guy though get... 
You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Thanks for right? asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Don't you love when you go, oh, yes. When they say, Thank, great question. Thanks for asking. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you would think she would have an answer for that, though, because it's a really obvious question. Well, that's the, that's the million dollar question <laughs> is how are you going to get around the most popular guy in the race who's the front runner for the party? I mean, de facto, might as well be. And that's something she should have been able to answer to a T long before she even entered the race. She should have been right. working on that every single night. That's what good candidates do. You wake up at 5 a.m., you get coffee, you talk to your consultants, and they drill it into you over and over and over again until midnight. You don't sleep until you get that question answered. It's unbelievable right. that you would even jump into the race with Trump if you can't explain how you're going to win over Trump supporters. That's nuts to me. Who is running well, this campaign? Me, right. Well, it tells me that they're, that she and DeSantis are both operating under the assumption and the hope, as disturbing as that is, that the weaponized deep state is going to win. He's either going to be assassinated or he's going to be convicted or he's going to be destroyed financially with this New York uh, seizure of his personal businesses in order to destroy them, destroy him. And that's why she didn't have an answer prepared, because there's no way statistically she can jump him. Uh, same thing for DeSantis. So the only reason why they're still in the race is because they're hoping for the worst possible scenario, which makes them both odious to me. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, more Andrea K. Show coming up. Don't you go anywhere. Lindsey Graham had uh, Lady Graham, Ladybug Graham has gone all neocon on us again. Stay tuned for that. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. If you missed any part of the show, don't forget to download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Or if you just think it's so much fun, because uh, Sesame Broccolini and I sure do giggle a lot and have a lot of fun as we talk about all the hot topics. Download the podcast wherever you get your pods. Email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. We discussed earlier big debate brewing, um, fighting going on within the conservative movement over the uh, real women of 2024. That's what it's called anyway. Uh, conservative dads, right, light beer, whatever, pin up. And I'm curious to see what you get, hear what you guys think about. It. If you disagree with me, let me know. Um, what main the main issue I had is that anybody speaking up against it is being uh, per, you know personally attacked tonight and i have a i have a real issue with that um uh, speaking of attacks uh, over the weekend i'm not sure if i even talked about this yesterday but over the weekend former fox news uh national security reporter now at cbs um well respected even though she's at uh, cbs now katherine herridge was on i think meet the depressed isn't that what rush limbaugh always called it meet instead of meet the press meet the depressed <laughs> it's always so funny <laughs> oh don't, couldn't we use uh maha rushdie right now right um <clears throat> anyway so Catherine harridge was on meet the press over the weekend and she predicted there would be a black swan event happening in 2024 which is a national security disruptive major event 
that when you look back on, you think it was, you know, predictable. Well, to me, everybody was like, oh, mic drop moment. I kind of thought it was a duh moment. I mean, look at the open border with terrorists flooding in. I mean, it's like the Democrats are begging for it, right? Um, <clears throat> she predicted that... Um, she said that the country, the open border, but the divisiveness of this country, as well as us being weakened, was fertile ground for enemies like China and North Korea. Um, <clears throat> I say it's more likely if it is an if, if there is a black swan event and it comes from the outside, I think it's more than likely to be a terrorist event. Um, I think in the greatest adversaries that we face is within our own government, who is enabling a black swan event with the open border. Um, but there's other ways that they could be <clears throat> planning a, uh, or enabling a black swan event, which could be a cyber attack, uh, an attack on our grid. They're certainly doing nothing to stop China from going after us. Um, and another way for a black swan event could be through the military. This Ukraine thing is kind of winding down, right? And uh, as Republicans are standing up to continuing the blank check over there, uh, the anti-Semitism is an anti-Israel sentiment isn't working out so well for them. So wouldn't it be great if they just had a whole nother military uh, thing, uh, war that they could use as a black swan event next year to continue the military industrial complex grift help support the push for Nikki Haley as a candidate, maybe as a, even as an excuse to stop an election. That brings me to uh, Lindsay Ladybug Graham, who has never seen a war he didn't want to get behind. And here I have a clip of him that I, I heard it earlier, and I'm still not sure that I actually heard what he said. Sesame Broccolini, if you can play the clip. Yeah. We are now at, what, 103 attacks <laughs> on our troops in Iraq and Syria, yeah. and then 21 international vessels have also been attacked yeah. by the Houthis in the Red Sea. How did we get to these numbers? Uh, weakness. We're fighting the Houthis. <laughs> we beat the Germans and the Japanese. We should be able to beat the Houthis. Uh, Secretary Austin and the Biden administration is failing our troops in the field. I admire him. Uh, he's a patriot, but he's not doing a good job protecting the soldiers. I asked him a couple of months ago, Joey, what you were talking about. Is there a red line? Would you tell our enemies publicly that if you kill an American, we're coming after you? Without Iran, there are no hooties. The hooties are completely backed by Iran. I've been saying for six months now, hit Iran. They have oil fields out in the open. They have the um, Revolutionary Guard headquarters you can see from space. Blow it off the map. If you really want to protect American soldiers, make it real to the Ayatollah. You attack a soldier through a proxy, we're coming after you. you know wow. Uh, so for six months now, long before October 7th, before all these attacks happened, for six months he's been saying that we need to launch a war with Iran? You think we're going to take out the Revolutionary Guard headquarters and they're not going to retaliate? Lindsey Graham is literally advocating for war with Iran. What the huh, Sesame Broccolini? Yeah, I mean, wow. Did I hear that right? Yeah, I think I think that you heard it right. Um, the guy who certainly does not. I mean, look, it, it's obviously so, so beyond out of touch. But it's 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 also just 
the fact that he's so eager to send our kids to war. He's not, these politicians are they it's like they think about war as a game at this point. They look at geopolitics like mm-hmm. it's a game because the big difference is, is that it is for them. It is for them and it's also a, a profitable business enterprise for them, but exactly. here's the that's different thing that he doesn't get. New, the, when it comes to the Nikki Germans, bought a 3 million dollar home in South Carolina by the way, but go on. No, you're a, a great point just goes to show you again this is a business for them. He's and and it's it's so interesting. He drags in the Germans and the Japanese like this is akin to World War II. That was a global holocaust in which we were provoked into war after a deadly attack on Pearl Harbor. Look, any attack on U.S. troops is obviously bad. That's not good, okay? But that does not mean that we need to start injecting ourselves into every part of the world and basically pick fights with every single person. Like, I, I guess... But I also don't want us to be the world's police. I'm tired of us sending young men and women who are brave and courageous to go die on the front lines of wars simply because it's going to put more money into the pockets of politicians at home that never have to deal with the consequences of war, which is hell. Talk to any veteran. Talk to any veteran out there. War is hell. That is the last resort. When, when nothing else works, you go to war. But if you can make peace happen and maintain it, you do it. The thing is, is that he's like, when a proxy, uh, you know, hurts an American, uh, we need to retaliate. Iran has been the number one state sponsor of terror now for decades. What is he talking about? Suddenly now that we've got an election year coming up, suddenly now he's advocating for war with Iran? Who was killing American soldiers in Iraq the entire time? Who was killing them in Syria? Who has been backing Hamas? And suddenly now, see, this is why I'm saying that, you know, all of a sudden now we got to deal with these Houthis. This is ridiculous. This is the, the neocons and the military industrial complex. The spigots run out on Ukraine. And Bingo, this is when you yeah, look right? at the Houthis, if you actually look at the history of Yemen, Post-reunification, because Yemen's been two different countries. They came together under the rule of a general. That sort of, that sort of fell apart again. And you have, again, Shuni, or Shia, Sunni conflicts going on on the, you know, the Arabian Peninsula. You've got political beef between Saudi Arabia and Yemen. You've got internal turmoil between different ethnic groups and different sects of Islam within Yemen. And it's all to say that this is... I'm not interested in getting American troops involved in a regional civil war between different sects of the Islamic faith on the Arabian Mm -hmm. Peninsula, nor do I think it would benefit our interests or the American taxpayer to get involved and take sides in what is truly a regional civil war. I get it. We don't want to see Iran completely sweep through the Middle East and, 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 you know, um, enact Sharia law across the entire Arabic world at the same time. I don't think that's going to happen, and I really do not think it's our business to get involved in this dispute between different sects of different groups of Muslims on a peninsula far away from the American taxpayer. Meanwhile, the southern border is still wide open. If you care about protecting the American people and stopping any kind of attacks on on innocence, you'll close the border right now. That's what you can do. Um, uh, this is, uh, as we go into 2024, we're about to wrap up 2023 and we're going into 2024. I am now convinced that there will be a black swan event and it will be orchestrated and they got a taste of it with COVID and how they were able to exploit a virus for power 
and affect the outcome of an election. And if there's going to be a black swan event, they're going to make sure it's one that gives them some real serious power going forward. Well, we're going to take a break. And then we've got final segment of tonight's Andrea K show coming up. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Well, it's happened. There's some fallout happening from the um, the increase. Remember when Gavin Newsom recently decided to use his uh, the power of his pen and just decide that fast fast food workers were going to make like twenty something dollars an hour asking you if you want fries with that. Well, we all knew that some people would be paying the price for that. And it might be other than who you think. Sesame Broccolini, you have a story to share, don't you? Oh, yes, I do. And one that is close to my heart because when I was in college, I worked as a pizza delivery driver for maybe a year and a half. That's right. My for, brother did too for a while. He worked for Papa Papa John's. No way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I worked at the um, only pizza hut in Santa Rosa, California. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was it was pretty wild, but I can tell you this much. Running one of those pizza shacks, delivering pies, does not warrant $20 an hour. That is ridiculous, no, especially not. when delivery drivers are getting tips out the wazoo. Right. Um, and I was sharing tips with cooks and I was always trying to do that kind of stuff, but it brings us to the story because pizza hut will now be laying off more than 1200 delivery drivers in Southern California next year. Thanks to Gavin Newsom, who decided to raise the minimum wage for fast food workers from $16 an hour, which is already outrageous to $20 an hour back in September. Um, crazy. It is crazy. The, The law, I don't know if there's anything we can do other than maybe, you know, repealing it through the ballot, Mm -hmm. but ballot initiatives in California are powerful. Republicans, conservatives, anyone who owns a business that's going to feel this. um, Maybe you own a franchise for a Taco Bell or something. We got to push back. This is just ridiculous. Um, Well, it's communism. It is communism. uh, Where's the free market, uh, private enterprise? I should be able to pay people whatever I want. Bingo. And that's honestly why I would kind of, I mean, I already have issues with the whole language of minimum wage because it's like this state is getting involved in uh, what should be handled between workers, business, and the invisible hand of the marketplace, which helps us determine the value of certain kinds of jobs. And there is no world in which driving a pizza to somebody's house is worth $20 an hour. That's insane. Not even the pan pan pizza from Pizza Hut, which is just culinary genius, right? So, yeah, I mean, it makes me sad. Um, you know, it, 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 as well as the fact that there's competition going on too. There used to be a time where Pizza Hut was it, man. And now there's local pizza places that deliver and there's, um, you know, Uber Eats and other, and other ways that people can get food. So, you know, <clears throat> that aren't necessarily considered fast food. So there's a lot of things also that play into that. And now we've got all these, you know, 1200 workers that are now out of a job. Um, because of politics and playing games for votes. All right, that's it for tonight's show. Had a great time with you guys. Thank you, Sesame Broccolini, 
follow us on all the socials. What's your ex account? You can all find me on X at Riley underscore McBride underscore. All right. And we will see you all tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Email me at andrewkshow.com. Download the podcast wherever you get your pods. Stay safe. Keep your head on a swivel. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.